This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... A couple of ladies that are doing some extraordinary work on behalf of, on behalf of women everywhere. And we're going to get into talking about that in just a second. But first, I have to mention... Today is one of my most favorite days of the year, Eric. You know that? Uh, I mean, it's the 5th of May. Uh, what's, what's exciting and, uh, you know, uh, makes it a favorite thing for you? I mean, aside was... from the fact that it's a Friday. And it's Cinco de Mayo. Ah, that's right. I totally forgot about Cinco de Mayo. And I I managed a uh, Mexican restaurant for a number of years, and this was the day. Well, happy we were... Cinco de Mayo, amigos. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a great. It's a, it was a great, fun day, and we had, except for when the police came and took off some, took some people that had had too much, too much tequila to drink. And uh, but that that happens occasionally. But it was uh, so Cinco de Mayo. I want everybody to be safe tonight and if you're going to go out and play play responsibly and have a designated driver who's going to drink drink uh um uh, virgin margaritas and maybe even a flavorful virgin margarita but they're going to be get you home safe so uh, there's some this is one of those one of those drinking holidays because it's not even really the actual independence day but it's just one of them uh, for mexico so but we won't get into that. But we've got a great show for you today. And Eric, thank you so much for being here. And uh, it's uh, going to be a great, it's a beautiful day outside, I hope. Absolutely. And, and we're going to have a really good time. And by the way, I can, I've been practicing. And uh, the last couple of times these ladies have been on, I've had trouble with their name. Um, and so I'm going to, I'm going to give it another shot and see what happens All today. Right. But, for, but first, let me welcome Holly in. Holly Berry is with us, and, and she's co-hosting today. And Holly, how are you today? I am very, very good. I think this is a fun day, so I'm very appreciative to have been invited. Yes, indeed. Now, when you drink tequila, do you I drink? Don't. Oh, I you don't. don't. There's no drinking with tequila and Holly. <laughs> the two do not mix. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you if you ever ate the worm haven't even gotten that far. I think the one time I tried tequila when I was very young yet like legally drinking age, it was like I didn't feel drunk, but my body wouldn't move the way I thought it should be able to move. And that was the last time, the first and the last time. <laughs> very good. Tequila is based on a whole different, uh, it's not uh, distilled with grain. It's, it's actually distilled with uh, aguave, which is a... Oh. A, a fruit that it grows down there so okay. but so it's a completely different type of type of alcoholic beverage but it still will do the same thing it will make it <laughs> impossible for you to move and, <laughs> even though you think you can it's an adventure <laughs> yes so so i'm gonna give it a shot now and see what see what see if, if i can make this happen Today's, i got your back if you can <laughs> In case I screw up again, uh, but today's guests are are called the Passion Passionistas Project, and nice. 
Yeah, I did better. It wasn't. Where's perfect. your Where's your little cheering button? I oh yeah. To... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and the audience goes wild because I spoke English correctly for a change. Uh, so that's that's great. So well, Nancy and uh, um, and her sister are both here, and uh, Amy, Amy and. And uh, we would like to welcome them into the show. They are, they do the Passionistas Project and they do it so well. And they work with women all over the world um, who are entrepreneurs and, and people that have, are disabled and all kinds of different folks. And welcome to the show, ladies. It's great to have you back. Thanks, Kevin. It's great to be back. Hi, Holly. The, Kevin, the, I think your um, I think your May fifth Cinco de Mayo drinking game should be every time you say the word passionista. Correctly, <laughs> better at it. Have to do a, a tequila shot. <laughs> I think that's a really good idea. So, so if you're driving and you have tequila in your back seat, no wait, that's not right. <laughs> uh, don't don't even go there. Uh, but. Maybe next time we'll we'll do that. But I've been practicing. So passion nista. That's there. The see, there we are. Beautiful. Now it doesn't, shouldn't have a hyphen in there, but that's as close as I can get. But, um, it's it's great to have you here, ladies. They have got a tremendous background. They've been in Hollywood. They've been on the red carpet. They've interviewed thousands of celebrities, um, and they are now inspired to create something really dynamic and they're working with women everywhere um and we really appreciate you and and in fact um holly you you'll be happy to know that, that, that you are here because not only are you here because i want you to be here but Aww. you're here because they demanded that you be here oh <laughs> the love i feel the love we love holly and we love you kevin well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. So tell us what you guys have been up to. Um, well, the most exciting thing we have right now is that next week on May 10th, we're hosting uh, LunaFest. This is the fourth year that we've hosted this film festival by, uh, it's all short films by women about women. So we're really excited to present this again. It's a great lineup of films this year and we're really looking forward to it. And we're screening the festival and then we're doing a uh, round table with many of the filmmakers, not quite all of them, but a lot of them. Now, is this going to be a live event, a Zoom event, or both? So it's a pre-recorded film festival. Um, Luna, the Luna Bars, they're the people behind it. Um, it's been going on for like 22 years. So it's a, a film festival that comes complete to us. It's seven short films. Um, and then the roundtable, we actually pre-recorded the roundtable just because there were so many people with different schedules. I think we have five or six filmmakers. So we wanted to get as many as possible. So we'll be screening a portion of the Q&A live the night of the screening. And then we'll also have the whole thing available later for people that buy the tickets. Um, but the great thing is if you can't make it live, uh, you also, your ticket gets you access to the entire event for uh, 48 hours. So if you can't do 5 p.m. Pacific on May 10th, you can watch it anytime for the next two days at your convenience. And you can see the Q&A as well as the festival. Oh, that, that is really cool. Can you give us an idea of, um, of the type of uh, films that are going to be presented there? Sure. There's, um, there's, like Amy said, there's seven films and there are a variety of films from 
animated films to uh, documentaries to to scripted dramas. So um, there's Reclaim Your Water, which is about a member of a beach club who uh, surfs and skates and makes her own waves. There's uh, a documentary called Miss Shalove, which is about a mural artist in DC, Washington, D.C. Um, there's an animated film called Pete, which is about a young girl who wants to play Little League Baseball and the challenges she faces with that. Um, there is another one called This is Beth. It's a documentary about a rock climber who is struggling with body image. Um, and then there's one called More to Remember, which is about a young girl who is uh, whose village in the Congo gets bombed. And she's, um, she is struggling to reunite with her family. Um, there's, I think, didn't that I, one say she like actually started traveling, like just went and was like traveling the world trying to find her family? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And she found her, finds her mother, but her father, after all these years, she still hasn't been able to find her father. It's real life. Wow. That's amazing. And that's and real life. The animation is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. So beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And then the last two are the Syed Family Christmas Eve Game Night, which is about a queer Pakistani Muslim woman bringing her Puerto Rican girlfriend home for Christmas for the first time. And the last one is Swimming Through, which is about um, several women who grow a friendship during COVID as they do the sunrise plunge in Lake Michigan. In, in ice. Time. Yeah. In ice. That's almost, that's the one I want to see first. <laughs> it's so good. And so, I mean, that's the thing about all these films. They, they represent these incredible marginalized communities, first of all. The filmmakers are really diverse. But I, I think the woman, um, Kassar, who wrote and stars in the Syed Family Christmas, was saying something that I really appreciated, which is she wanted to be a part of this film because it was like a joyous portrayal of Muslim people and Muslim, you know, relationships. And it was like... You never see that in media. So it's really cool that you're seeing the kind of films you wouldn't necessarily get to see anywhere else. And they're all made by women. So I was really curious, cool. Kevin, is your soundboard patched in where if you like put one of the little screenings up on YouTube up and did a screen share, we could hear it and the audience could hear it? I think we could try that. I think maybe. All right. Uh, talk. Talk to the audience that is listening. That is amazing. I'll grab one of the YouTubes. Oh, great. Okay. okay. Well, you know, I was I was just going to mention that um, May tenth, May tenth, in my house for the last fifteen years, we we don't call it a uh, Luna Fest. We call it Lunatic Fest because that's my <laughs> wife's birthday. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I thought you called it Cinco Day. Do you, do you, do you, what, what's you can't count to 10 in Mexican <laughs> or in, oh, in cheese, in Mexican. <laughs> in and yeah, I think Cinco is five. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, Cinco, right, is that the word? That's the word. Mayo is May. Yeah. Never mind, everybody. <laughs> yes, we started Cinco celebrating is, early, I guess. <laughs> I can count to seven, but that's all I get. <laughs> um, so, in, in, in any event, so Holly's going to try and put there. We're going we're gonna to see how technically challenged mm. I am. <laughs> uh, to, to see if we can put this together uh, while while we're sitting here, but I just wanted to, th th to thank both of you for for bringing this to us because I think it, it'll be a great thing. And we are going to actually 
because of the kindness of your heart, we're going to actually give away some tickets today. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. so we're not going to do that yet. So don't, don't call in, but uh, actually what we're going to do is we're going to give you an email address mm-hmm. and the first five people, and we will have their, uh, um, we'll have the timestamp of when you uh, sent the email. So the first five people that respond and want a ticket. Now, remember, you don't have to go. You can do this from home and you get 48 hours to watch the, the entire festival uh, and to its conclusion. Uh, once you, I assume that they just uh, tap in the, the ticket and, that, and there's a way to get that done. Yes, that's correct. Oh, very good. Very good. Okay, go ahead and talk amongst yourselves again, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. I, I didn't know what LunaFest was about at all this morning. And Kevin was like, hey, what are you doing at four o'clock? And I'm like, whatever you need me to do. <laughs> and so it was, you know, just a few hours ago where um, I was able to go into the calendar event, find the link that you gave us. Thank you so much. So I could find out what LunaFest was about. I was thinking moon, right? Totally something moon related, but we literally have these Luna protein bars in our cabinet three Mm -hmm. out of four weeks of the month. And I was just like, oh my God, I love Luna bars. (laughs) Yay. This is going to be the most fun. Yeah. So we're excited. Do you have either of you tried Luna bars before? And if so, what's your um, favorite flavor? Um, I have tried them. I love them. They actually, we usually, this year we didn't do it because we don't have an in-person component at all, but they usually send us samples for the screening. So the last few years they've sent us um, like strawberry lemon, I think it is, which isn't normally my kind of, I'm a chocolate girl, but they're really good. They're really good. How about you? Definitely, it goes between like the peanut butter chocolate one mm-hmm. and like the more just chocolate chocolate one. Um, I didn't even know they made strawberry lemon. Wow, yeah, it's yeah really good. but yeah, I agree. The chocolates are the chocolates, the peanut butter chocolate is really good. Yeah, I was reading and on their it's website, a founded company, company, um, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And you know, they 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 started in 1999. And then like within a couple of years, they started this film festival because they wanted to give back to women and, and promote women. So they've been doing it for almost the entire time they've been in business. Yeah. And um, the whole festival also supports um, charities. So um, up until this year, the charitable partner has been Chicken and Egg, which is a mm-hmm. which is a production company that helps female filmmakers. Um, but we, this year we're benefiting Miri's List and Aaron's Coffee Corner. So um, we are actually giving directly to them rather than going through LunaFest's charitable partner. So it's always great too, because not only are we supporting these great filmmakers, but we're supporting these wonderful nonprofits too. Which go hand in hand. And I and you guys do some incredible work, by the way. You also do something that I think is incredible. You uh, gather uh, every quarter, I think it is, you gather a, uh, uh, a gift box that is features from five to seven to eight different entrepreneurs and small mm-hmm. business people. And you put together these gift boxes and then you can send them to people. I was looking at them and they're almost all sold out. Yeah. yeah. We're very lucky. Yeah, everything in the box is from a woman-owned business or female artisan. We, we try and put a lot of uh, small batch artisanal products. We actually had one box, box that was largely women from the Pacific Northwest who are all mom business owners. 
So they're all mother, mothers and entrepreneurs. But yeah, we have things like, you know, food and um, lifestyle jewelry, all kinds of lifestyle products. Um, it's really fun to curate. We put, do Q and A's with everybody that's in the box. So you get to learn the woman behind the product. So you feel more connected. Uh, and it all ties back to the directory we have on our website, which is all women owned businesses. So if you want to buy women owned, you can go straight to our website and know that everybody listed there is a female owned business or service like a life coach or, um, you know, the hypnotherapist or whatever you're looking for. If oral arrangements. Yeah, I was just going to say, if, if ladies want to find out more about being considered to be part of the um, Passion Project, Passionistas Project Pack, is that mm -hmm. what it's called correctly? Yeah. How, how do they get in touch with you for that? Anyone who wants to get in touch with this, the easiest way is through social media. Look for us on the Passionistas Project on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, and DM us. That's the easiest way. Or you can go to our website, thepassionistasproject.com, and there's a contact page. Awesome, because right. I'm definitely going to want to like hit you up about that and find out more about it. <laughs> Excellent. We would love that. I also well, want to mention, should I, should I let you talk, Kevin? No, no. <laughs> okay. I was just going to mention Amy and Nancy also do podcasts and do like so many female entrepreneur and plus people um, interviews. And there's a bunch of them on their website. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've done over a hundred. Yeah. Right. Wow. 125 ish. Yeah. 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 Well, Activists, entrepreneurs, artists, mm -hmm. life coaches, a woman. We did one with a woman who melts down nuclear weapons and sculpts peace angels. Wow. <laughs> so there's, she's the biggest arms dealer in the world. I can't let that one She does slide. what? <laughs> she she melts down nuclear weapons and yeah. then makes um, peace angels. Yeah, sculpts peace angels. That's, that's, does does she wear gloves? I I can't imagine. You know, yeah. <laughs> they're they're not uh, radioactive. Thank yes. God. But she's the biggest arms dealer in the world. She um, she <laughs> takes guns off the streets. She uses nuclear weapons, and she makes these gorgeous peace angels. She's actually. Um, She's one of the few fem living female artists that is represented in a museum because that's a really rare thing. And uh, she, one of her peace angels is in the um, World Trade Center Museum. That's her, one of her sculptures was um, brought out to, nine, to the World Trade Center after the 9-11 disaster. And, um, and it became this like, it was put outside of a pizza parlor near where all the first responders were, were working and they would need to take a break and eat. And people would say, where's their food around here? And they would say, just look for the angel because it wow. was outside the pizza place. So they would all know to find the angel and then they could have lunch. So they, the angel is in the 9-11 the, um, Museum. You know, that's one of the things we do here that nobody knows how, nobody knows anything about that, you know, if, you, if you're not there. And that's, that's why I, I really love to have, and like, you on, because nobody in the Northwest, that, that wouldn't even come into our consciousness. But that is a big deal. Right. Mm -hmm. Huge deal. Yeah. Huge. And, and thank you for doing that. So, uh, let's see. Uh... Films don't just tell a story. They tell our stories. 
They shape our culture. They decide who we celebrate and who we ignore. Films inspire conversation, inspire movements. But for way too long, only one kind of story has been told. In 2001, LunaFest was created to shine a light on new stories. The very first festival featuring short films directed by women, about women. For the past 20 years, LunaFest has celebrated the work of over 170 filmmakers, fueling change and pushing boundaries, amplifying voices that have been typically silenced, and championing the aspirations, accomplishments, and power of women. What started as one small California premiere in 2001 grew to over 2,500 screenings, inspiring communities and raising over $6 million to move our mission forward. Today, this fight is more important than ever because the stories we share today ignite the movements of tomorrow. That is just incredible. And uh, th thank you. Can you guys, you guys are back. Good. <laughs> Whew. That was, that was, you could hear that, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, good. So our audience can hear it as well. That, that sounds like, you know, there was one lady there that was, that was, that was boxing. She looked magnificently tough. Um, <laughs> I, I tell you, it's amazing. It's it's all of these all of these women and um, this this Luna Fest. It's it's a big deal, and thank you for bringing it to us. I think our audience would really like to to be able to to do that. As a matter of fact, when we come back from our break, which we're going to take in just a couple of moments, um, we might we'll start giving away the tickets uh, so that they can participate with us in that. So get a pen and paper out. And when we come back from the break, um, you've got some uh, trivia questions. And, uh, um, that, and I, I thought what we would do is um, if, if Holly and I combined can figure <laughs> out the trivia question, then that's when we'll give away, start giving away the, uh, the uh, uh, tickets. Does that, does that sound like fun? Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Holly's like, oh great, thanks very much. Really appreciate multiple that. Choice. So you got a you got a 25% chance of getting it right. Oh good. Multiple choice. I'm much better at multiple choice. Yeah. <laughs> so Holly, you up for that? Yeah, if if one of them in in the mix has a chance of being the right answer. And, and we can always like still, you know, bottom out and still yeah. give away a ticket. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, but we will we will get one that I can guarantee you we will we will get one because one of them maybe you know like you like me you really like me okay <laughs> a Amy who said that we'll write that during the break um, Sally Fields <laughs> nice okay and Norma for Ray all... right that was when she won for Norma Ray yep. yes and yes. for all our awesome listeners get ready as well especially people that are into movies and actors because you can play along with us as well. Exactly. You're listening to Positive Talk Radio. By the way, this is on Kixie. I know you're going, why is he on Kixie? He's normally on KKNW. We now do 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Kixie. 
um, on Fridays. And so this is Cinco de Mayo. We've got a great show. Uh, it's about it's about the uh, Luna Fest, which is happening on the 10th. And we're about to ready to give away tickets for you to win. Um, and then you can do it from the comfort of your home. And you can watch all seven, seven films, right? Correct. Including the one <laughs> I had to laugh. I was thinking to myself, what would it take for me to jump into a hole in the in the in the water with a bunch of ice? And it would only it would have to be that I was in a movie and they were saying, okay, we're paying you a lot of money to do this. And then I might, but other than that, not a prayer, not a prayer. I would have to be on fire. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Holly, would you like to take us out into break? Well, I know how to end the show, but we'll be right back after our sponsors and messages. I don't Kobe. know. You're, you're going to have to train me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. You're listening to KK and or, oh, you're listening to Kixie. <laughs> And this is Positive Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these messages. Hello, everybody. If I could have your attention, please, I have an important announcement to make just for you. As you may know, PTR is heard and seen on radio, KKNW, and now Kixie, several websites, podcasts, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and most social media. At PTR, we believe in working together to make the world a better place. And because you're listening, we know that you're dedicated to the same. So we'd like to support your efforts by offering an outstanding multimedia package for you at a deeply discounted rate. As our partner, you'll receive commercial creation, both video and audio, at least 10 commercial plays per week, a monthly show to highlight your business and passion, exclusive website positioning with links, video shorts for social media, commercial plays on all shows, podcasts, KKNW and Kixie. Your commercial is embedded into each episode and as a podcast is sent to over 50 different platforms. All shows are performed live and sent to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter and stay there forever. Your podcast episodes are provided to you to use as you see fit. This one-time offer is only $250 a week based on a 13-week commitment. And as our partner, we are vested in your success and will do everything in our power to make it happen. However, there are limited spots available, so don't hesitate. Please email me at kevin at kmmedia.pro and let's get the ball rolling. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey there, I would personally like to thank you for making Positive Talk Radio part of your day. Whether you like podcasts or the radio show, we're glad to have you along. I'd love to hear from you with thoughts about the show and ways that we can make it even better. You are the reason we do these shows because the more people we can touch, the better we can make the planet and our time here just magnificent. Please contact me, Kevin, at kmmedia.pro with any thoughts, comments, or suggestions. And thank you for being in my dream.
And welcome back to the second half of Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm with Holly Berry, my better, I would say better half, but we're not connected that way. She is, she's just a better half of something. Anyway, so. Very kind, very kind. This Just this morning, he was like, you are a pill. Such a little pill. <laughs> Luckily, we had our other assistant on the Zoom as well, and I'm like, let's focus on... Demi for a minute. We love you, Demi, if you're listening right now. And we love our audience as well. Thank you for tuning in. And, and I'm not even sure if if she understood what I was, what a, what a pill, because my mother used to say that. Um, and, you know, you're just a little pill. And it's like, what the hell does that mean? And so I figured it out. So I, I wasn't sure, Holly, that, that predates you by a long ways. Uh, did you get the reference? I did. My I was half raised by my grandparents, and my grandmother used to say, "Matilda, come here. Good night, nurse in the morning." <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Here it goes. Oh, <laughs> uh, isn't it amazing that I, I worked for a long time in the in, with people in the South, and uh, they have got such a unique way of speaking and then and, and and the metaphors that they use i sw i swore i was going to write a book about it but because they come come up with he's busy in a one-armed paper hanger and <laughs> thing you know things like that it's like what in any event uh we have uh amy and nancy harrington they are the passionistas project and they <laughs> so yay and uh, they they're here because the coming up this um this on the 10th is Lunafest, and it is now. Does Lunafest stand, stand for Moonfest? Where do they come up with the name? Any idea? It's from the Luna Bars, and I don't know if the Luna Bars are meant to be moon. I'm assuming their logo has a, a moon, so I'm assuming that's the inspiration behind that. Yeah. Oh, very good. So, so Holly, are you ready to give away some tickets? Well. I won't have to give them away. We're, we're going to put that on the awesome soundboard tech, but they do need to know what email address, I think. Yes, they do. And if okay. you send, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's okay. Are you, are you wanting to do production at kmmedia.pro? Let's, let's do it. Make it easier. Kevin at kmmedia.pro. Okay. So for all the listeners that email and we get the timestamp and whoever gets it first the first five people that email kevin at k like kite m like mother media.pro will get the first five tickets to attend lunafest and or watch it within how many 48 hours 48 hours that 48 hour period so you've got some 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 oscar questions involving uh i assume women who have won the award yes correct they're big firsts for female for women in in oscar history so you ready for question number one yes ma'am okay so hattie mcdaniel uh oh Won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for her role as Mammy in what film? And we're going to give you multiple choice. Gone with so, the Wind. Didn't even need it. All right. There you go. 1939. I, I, I saw that film the first time when it was out in the theaters. And... <laughs> 
<laughs> and you know her it was such a over time it has become a stereotypical role because it was a it was presented in a way that it was a stereotypical house um servant in the in in the uh, civil war days and it got but she was such an extraordinary actress yeah. totally it's become a very controversial film but that does not take away from her performance at all and the achievement of becoming the first black woman to win an academy award in any category um so i always like to acknowledge her even though the film is is a questionable topic for many people now it's, it's i mean like history is history like i know society can change but like things still happened and they were documented right. so it's kind of like well here we are it's it's, yeah. it's the interesting of that time period yeah yeah oh and i do want to clarify so for people that are emailing to get the tickets that they, they don't have to do anything right kevin they just have to email just just to email and say and, and reference the tickets in some manner or form lunafest tickets please right yeah Okay, that's perfect. And I love that we're giving away LunaFest tickets. And again, they email Kevin, K E V I N, at K, like Kevin M, like media, Kevin at K media dot pro, P R O. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so, so it's like Kevin, which is my first name, and then K M, which is my initials, media dot pro. Perfect. All right, let's continue. And as many of the older movies as you guys want to quiz on, the better. Oh, <laughs> by the way, I have to do yes. this because I was I pulled that right straight out of my. <laughs> that was a good one. All right, this one might be more tricky. Let's see. In 1986, Suzanne M. Benson became the first woman to win an Academy Award for Best Visual Effects for what film? Aliens, oh. Little Shop of Horrors, Poltergeist 2, or Top Gun. What, what about Aliens? That is correct. Ah! My boyfriend's going to be so proud. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one other woman that's won in the visual effects category in the history of the Academy Awards. And that was in really? 2015. Took uh, 29 years for another woman to want, win in that category. That's, that, that's amazing that that's amazing and so sad because yeah. i'm willing to bet there are other women who would have qualified for that or for whatever reason it just it, it it's it's like i was gonna say hattie uh in 1939 when she won that oh she may have been her and her folks around her may have been the only people of color in the audience at all right right Exactly. Which is which is staggering to me, but then I, at least we've moved forward from there. Yeah, totally, totally. So, do you, okay, do you got another one? We do. Okay, which which one of these women has not won an Academy Award for Best Directing? Oh, Catherine Bigelow for The Hurt Locker, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Barbara Streisand for Prince of Tides, or Jane Campion for Power of the Dog has not won. I've only heard or seen of one of them. What about Power of the Dog, though? I concur. 
Well, believe it or not, Barbara Streisand has not won an Oscar. Why? <laughs> she was the one I thought would have been the winner. <laughs> no, she's won two Oscars. She won for Best Actress for Funny Girl. And she won for Best um, Music Original Song with Paul Williams for Evergreen from A Star Is Born. But she was nominated. I think she was nominated for Prince of Tides. But she did no, she wasn't even nominated for directing Prince of Tides. That's the only one I had even heard of. <laughs> out of all yeah. of them. <laughs> Yeah. I see now. I would have thought that she won for like Yentl. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So, so, so cool. So, we're, not only is this fun, this is educational for us. You know. <laughs> we do what we can. <laughs> <laughs> do you have another one? Yeah. I do. So, in the history of the Academy Awards, how many women have been nominated for Best Original Score? Zero, uh, three, seven, or 10? I say zero. Three, at least three. Please, God. Seven. Three. Seven. Seven. Yay! Seven. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. That, now, the best original score is that the music? Yes. Yeah. Only three have won, but seven have been nominated. So, and speaking of Yentl, Marilyn Berman won for the Yentl score. Um, and uh, Rachel Portman won for Emma, and Anne Dudley won for the full Monty. So. Oh, did, did you, hey, Holly, did you ever see The Full Monty? Now, does that have anything to do with Monty Python? Because otherwise, no. <laughs> no, no, it has to do, it's a British film, and it has to do with a bunch of guys that uh, decided that they were going to appear naked on stage. Oh, oh my. Well, you know, I will have to, I have my significant other gets the crown title of Media Master, and we have a long list of historical things because I'm so, like, not educated on films and media, like, until, like, probably about the year 2000. So we will add that to the list, and thank you for educating me. It's a fun yeah, movie that's got a really great soundtrack, and they made a, a musical of it, um, a Broadway musical, which is excellent. Mm -hmm. they did mm -hmm. really oh, yeah. fun musical oh good yeah. oh, oh goodness 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 well that that somebody wants to go see that i'm not quite sure I, well that would be you don't see anything <laughs> if it's a oh. cancellation you don't it's like you know years ago just just to, to, by point of reference years ago i had uh, a, a group of guys they were from australia and they had a program. They had a, uh, a show, you know, <laughs> Amy knows exactly what I'm going to say. Went to Vegas. <laughs> they were in Vegas. And, uh, but in uh, Holly in 2003, I get to make you blush now. There, there was a uh, act that went around the country and they were really, really were quite famous. And uh, it was called Puppetry of the Penis. Oh, oh my lord. Oh, I thought you were talking about Thunder from Down Under. I, I thought so too. That's the only thing I know of that has to do with men in Vegas and Australia. Yeah. I actually used to work with a guy whose husband created that, the puppetry of the penis, which I never wow. never saw, but it was here in LA for a really long time. It almost yes. reminds me of like vagina monologues, but it's yeah. like puppets instead of monologues. Yeah, as if you actually saw them though. Wow. Yeah, well, in the, in this case, see, it was explained to me by the gentleman who who uh, created it. He, he wait, said, wait, wait, can I do a disclaimer? Anyone, any of our awesome listeners driving the car with your children that you don't want to hear about 
adult topics quite yet. Now is a good time to come back later because you're gonna want to hear the rest of the show. Okay, it's, love it's you. It's not that bad. What? Because I said, where did you guys come up with this? And he said, well, you know, when it's when it's uh, hot outside and and there's beer involved, that uh, eventually the we, it gets too hot and the and the pants come off, and then and then somebody has an idea that they're going to take. Um, a particular part of their body and make it into unique shapes and, and stuff like a hamburger and stuff like that. So that's, that's how it began. And it has become, it was, look it up. It, it, puppetry. Of the Adult, uh, yeah. Adults. Adults. It, well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, adults yes. <laughs> but, but I, but one of the people who worked with me was a very, very straight and narrow young lady. And she thought it was hilarious. So, anyway. So do you have another one for us? We do. Your turn, Nan. No, oh, my turn. Your turn. <laughs> All right. In 2019, okay, so just a few years ago, Ruth E. Carter became the first Black woman to win an Oscar for Best Costume Design, and Hannah Beachler became the first Black person to win an Black person, not just woman, Black person, to win an Oscar for Production Design. So what film did they both win for? This is 2019, and the choices are The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Panther, Mary Poppins Returns, or Mary Queen of Scots. Maybe, oh yeah, go ahead, Kevin. Did you have I, a guess? I, I, I was going to say Black Panther, but I think it was Mary Queen of Scots. No, it was Black Panther. Black yeah, Panther. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to guess Black Panther. Don't, yep. Yeah, okay. Yay, yeah, did they, we get it? <laughs> Yeah, you got it right. And they made 1,500 costumes. Holy moly. That is, that is amazing. So, by the way, if you just are tuning in, we're playing a little trivia game. And because of the little trivia game, and we have actually won a couple times, um, um, Holly and I. So, that means that we are giving away, by virtue of the Harrington sisters, we are giving away five tickets to see LunaFest. And there's two ways to do it. You can fly down. I believe it's in L.A. Um, no, it's all but, virtual. All virtual. Oh, it's all virtual. Okay. And so you can view it live or they're going to hold it for 24 hours, 48 hours. Mm -hmm. And so you can use those tickets. And there are seven small or shorts that were done by women. A couple of them are um, uh, an, uh, animated one and and the rest of them are, are but they're all really ex they're really good and they're worth your time so um good so all you do holly where do they go they go to um for the luna fest you can go to lunafest.org and amy and nancy are actually listed on there in the screenings um and then you can also go to amy and nancy's website which is the passionistasproject.com as well but it'll be super cool and it'll be awesome to get involved and from the luxury of your home and check it out and so all you got to do is send an email to kevin at kmmedia.pro and uh, just say, tickets, please. And we will get you the tickets and, and we'll send them to you. Um, so thank you. That, 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 that's awesome for you guys to do. And we really appreciate it. And our listeners appreciate it as well. So it's really cool. Do you have another one? We do. Cool. In 2022, Jane Campion became the first woman nominated for a second Best Director Oscar for The Power of the Dog. What was her first nomination for? Holy Smoke, In the Cut, Bright Star, or The Piano? 
I would think Holy Smoke because she's into unique titles. I was that it? <laughs> no, because I, I I watched the piano. That was like crazy. That was that it? Okay, that was an old one. What year did that one come out? Do you know? It's an excellent question. I'm gonna tell you I, in a second. I got. Yeah, I'm like I got. <laughs> I'm gonna pull it up. 1993. Yeah, and, and her win in 2022 was the first time two women won back to back because in 2021, Chloe Zhao won for Nomadland okay. and then Jane Campion won for Power of the Dog. And that was the first time two women won two years in a row. So yeah. That's so cool. This is yeah. so much fun. I want to <laughs> do more trivia with them again. Like with our powers combined, Kevin, we're not too shabby. <laughs> You guys are doing good. You guys are doing great. It stands to reason that I was the one who got the one from the 1930s. <laughs> and, and I would have never even been able to. So thank you so much for your knowledge of history and cinema and actors. And, and by the way, who was the female lead uh, in that? Uh, who was Scarlett O'Hara in that? Vivian Lee. Oh, you guys are really good. <laughs> and by the way, the, the, one of the last times, and I don't have the number with me, or I would, I would tell you which episode it was, but, but they came on, and because one of the things that they do is they spend a lot of time on the red carpet, and they interviewed people like Danny DeVito, and, and I guess he was, he was a, a marvelous interview, and, and lots and lots of other ones. And, uh, we, and we talked about some of those, and you have really have been plugged into if if you are somebody that likes the cinema and and values that you you plugged into all kinds of really cool people oh yeah we've been yeah. really lucky very very lucky and we both worked in the film industry i mean i i oversaw post-production and visual effects on about 250 movies at warner brothers nancy did academy award campaign ads for miramax and paramount classics so we have a whole, even before the celebrity interview thing, we uh, we were, you know, in the thick of it in Hollywood for a long time. So. Well, yeah. And by the way, do you have any more trivia questions? Or We have a couple more if you want them, or we can talk about something else. Well, let's, let's do the trivia questions, because I think the audience is really interested in that, because I did have a couple questions for you about who, and I want you to think about this, the two of you, okay. who was the most famous person you ever interviewed or um, um, the famous person that you ever interviewed. Um, we don't have to say whether they were nice people or not so nice. <laughs> but uh, but uh, in any event, let's continue with the trivia. Okay. All right. So here you go. Kevin, you're going to get this one. I know you are. Um, okay. In 2022, Ariana DeBose became the second actress in history to win an Academy Award for playing the role of Anita in West Side Story. Who was oh. the first actress who played that part? I'm gonna give you four choices. Cheetah Rivera, Rita Hayworth, Rita Moreno, or Natalie Wood. 
That's a trick question because uh, Chino Moreno was actually in the cast, but she was somebody else. What was the third one again? Cheetah Rivera, Rita Hayworth, Rita Moreno, or Natalie Wood. Oh, you can't, no, it wasn't. It, oh, dear. I, I want to say Natalie Wood, but uh, um, I think it was Rita Rivera. Rita Moreno, yep. Rita Moreno. <laughs> yep, yes. that's right. Natalie Wood played the Maria. lead, played Maria, and Rita Moreno played Anita. Oh, that's right. She was always she. Da 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 what I liked about it was he didn't change it that much. He wanted to be true to the original, but just updated the sound effects and the music and the cinematography and all of that. So yeah, yeah. That, that, that was really cool. Got another one? Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> Next. In 2022, which singer became the first Academy Award winner born in the 21st century? Taylor Swift, Rihanna, Beyonce, or Billie Eilish? I'm going to say Billie Eilish. You are correct. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I have no earthly idea who that is. <laughs> Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas won the Best Original Song Oscar for their James Bond theme, No Time to Die. And she was born in December of 2001. <laughs> squeaked in. Squeaked in oh, under the wire. Yeah, you know there are people that are born in the 21st century that are voting. I'm that's I just thought it. Throw that crazy. Out. Bite your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I it know. Like a southern I know. expression, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I bet it's it close. is. I bet it is. <laughs> you know, I um, is that the last one? We have two more if you want them. Uh, we've got a couple of minutes. Let's do one more. Okay, we'll do one more. All right. So we're going to do this one. In 2023, Michelle Yeoh became the first Asian woman to win Best Actress. What film was she in? Avatar, The Way of the Water, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Tar, or Woman Talking? And Everything, Holly Everywhere, All at Once. Yay! Holly just jumped out of her chair. <laughs> Kevin, Did you like you that movie? I love that movie. Okay, so I know it's like getting so much like fanfare and like just it's everywhere it's like flooding the internet right now but i have a personal connection with a makeup artist that looks like her and can do that kind of makeup and mm -hmm. so like the minute i saw that movie i like dm'd her and i'm like this reminds me of you because she's asian and she has the same face and she can do that same amazing makeup and then she started doing that kind of makeup. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you're twinning it. Yeah, no, that movie, Kevin, I know it might not be your style. But if you want to, like, get some, like, current pop culture, like, movie, like, everything, everywhere, all at once is definitely, that's going to help you and help our audience, like, all around. Because it's, like, so pretty. Like, everything's just, like, mind-blowing and fast. Well, I've got I've got, I've got a question for the three of you, and uh, um, if um, 
if you, if you see if any of you can get this right, because this is where my mind really goes. Um, let's see. Um, what was the name of John Wayne's last film? Very That's cool. Me. Not a Western, not a Western girl. <laughs> I don't think um, I knew that one. Rio and Bravo. No, um, Ron Howard was a co-star. Jimmy Stewart was in the movie. J J J For those of you who don't know Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart was in. He was, you know, in the movie, and and um, and and it was called the Shootist. Oh, Shootist. So was Ron, so Ron Howard was a kid still. Yeah. Ron Howard was. He took time off from Happy Days to wow. do to do because he was he was a teenager and uh and uh then there was the the female lead was a real was ann bancroft or some of them oh, wow it was it was an amazing cast but but i want to thank both of you for being here and go on the 10th go to luna fest and how do they do that again guys you can go to our website the passionistas project.com backslash backslash back Flash. Why can't I flash back. <laughs> flash back. Flash back. Event. And you'll you, find you can say that. I can't say passionistas. <laughs> hey, know. what do you know? I'm getting good at it. So <laughs> good. Didn't even pause that time. Holly Berry, thank you for being here and co-hosting the show. Nancy Harrington, Amy Harrington, you guys, we we you come back. We could spend hours talking. <laughs> we love coming here. We appreciate it so much. And and uh Holly, take the show out. Thank you for listening to PositiveTalkRadio.net and be kind to one another because each other is all we've got. Thank you.